Hollywood Mini. This is the Barb Wire Podcast. Again, I am Hollywood Vinny. That is at your cousin Vinny on social media. This is the Barb Wire Podcast. A very special episode, in fact. Today, we have a guest host. A very special guest host. Her name is Ari Rodriguez. What is up, Ari? How you doing today? Good, good. Oh my god, I'm like so excited because I'm a huge fan of your podcast. And I'm also just such a huge and of Nikki, so it's just like, yes, I love it. <laughs> yes, I am so happy to have you. Um, if you guys don't know, Ari and I, we are always DMing each other. We are always kind of gassing each other up on Twitter. Um, I don't really know how we first came across each other on Twitter, um, but it's always been a great energy since then. You are a barb, of course. Uh, you're also into EDM, so that is a plus, kind of a merger of our interest right there. But you're also here in SoCal. Yes, yes, and we still need to link up so bad. Um, and I think I found you. I don't know if it was like something of your tweet that Nikki liked or if like it was another Barb I followed, but I, I remember I found you from something that, of course, had to do with Nikki. And then when I looked through your profile, and I'm like, wait, he's a Barb and he raves. Okay, we need to be best friends, like, right now. Yes, I love it. Oh, I love hearing that you found me through a Nikki-liked tweet. Don't we all love knowing that there's, like, this mutual connection just based off of Nikki either noticing us or us hoping Nikki notices us. That is uh, Stan Twitter in a nutshell, I feel like. Yeah, the kingdom's really a family. Like, the way we stick with each other, too, and, like, so many friendships I've made recently from the kingdom is just like where it's really like what I love about our fandom is that we just gas each other up and it's just nothing but like positivity and like true love and it's just it's a beautiful thing and I'm, I'm pretty sure Nikki is proud of it oh without a doubt I think she I think it's actually one of the things that she probably cherishes the most because it has kind of stayed there no matter what part or what chapter of fame she was kind of enduring we've always been there and it's only grown and it's only you know kind of persevered through those like darker moments and stuff so she she has us and we have her and now she has a little boy oh my god i am so excited a baby boy um what do you think ari oh my god okay i might get emotional um so, like, you remember when it was the My Time Again uh, documentary she did with MTV, and she talked about how her biggest dream was she wanted to be a mom, and she just wanted to hold her baby and love on her baby, and it's like, to see a person that inspires you so much live their dream is the most, like, I'm tearing up right now, like, it's the most beautiful thing, and... I mean, Vinny, you predicted it. Like, now she could say, you know, all this time saying these bitches are my sons. She finally has a son. But it's just, she's such <laughs> a good person. And it is so beautiful to see that she's finally yeah. living her final dream. And I know, I know people are like, I don't want her to retire. But now that she has that baby, like, to be honest, I would understand. Like, I would, 
I would understand if she wanted to take a little break to be with her baby because this is what she's always wanted and I'm I'm just so happy for her I really am I could not agree more I could not agree more she is you know there's something very special about Nicki Minaj and I think only her fans can kind of recognize this especially if you have like kind of rocked with her for so long and that's that she almost has like a psychic ability sometimes. Um, I don't know if she knows she's doing it with intention or if it's just kind of the way the universe plays along, you know, with her in harmony, but you're right. Yeah. She's always wanted to be a mom. She even, you know, kind of, uh, aspired to be, have a son first. Um, there are rumors that she may have named him Nicholas after her younger brother that was shot unfortunately and lost his life uh, back in 2012 so that is you know it's that's something I think also I and I'm hoping for the general public that they take a step back and recognize that that is a human being mm-hmm. and I, I think for some people they got that with Beyonce um, and with other celebrities like once a woman has an opportunity to like really embrace their womanhood in that and becoming a mom, I think that they, you know, they get, they get a different perspective out of life. And you're right. I think if she wanted to turn around and say, I did it, I won, I did it better than anybody else. Like I'll take a break. I'll come back when I'm ready and we'll be hungry and we'll be waiting. So, and even though, I mean, you know, you would think most people would be pregnant and take that as an opportunity to not work um but Nikki and Katy Perry too uh both seem to have stayed working throughout their pregnancies you probably heard the brand new song that dropped just about an hour ago uh if you guys don't know by the way this is a very special recording not just because Ari is on but Usually, I record the Barbed Wired podcast Friday mornings. I like to wake up with my coffee and be all, you know, breakfast at Tiffany's kind of vibe. <laughs> and instead, because of scheduling and because um, that new song dropped, we just had to jump on it. And so we are actually recording on Thursday night here in California. So uh, the new song did drop. It is the Whole Lot of Choppas remix featuring Nicki Minaj. Uh, which uh, I think you maybe you saw the tweet yesterday. It, they said featuring Nicki Minaj needs to be its own genre because once she is on the song, it's her song. Thoughts? That's literally what she did with this. Um, I haven't heard of the original and before I like at all before this remix <laughs> happened and the one thing about Nikki is she she introduces me to a lot of new artists like I didn't know Smoke till Welcome to the Party came out um so with this one like instantly when the beat happened I was like whoa and she just went in instantly and you know our girl is not going to disappoint us you know when Nikki comes in she's gonna with those barbs with those bars and there it's just I'm, like, in shock. Yeah. I, so, I'm going to be really real today. I'm going to be extra real. Um, I woke up, like, 15 minutes before you, we started DMing at 10, um, because I am a grandpa, and I watched the 
Biden town hall and I was doing all my my old people things. So I took a nap so that I was fresh for you. Um, but I hadn't listened to the song until like maybe five minutes before we talked. And that's why I was like, what the fuck? I, if, you know, if you guys are listening and you know uh, the song prior to, you probably know, like I know, it from TikTok. A lot of songs are coming out of TikTok. A lot of songs are being made specifically for TikTok so that they just get the streams and they kind of, you know, uh, get that uptick, no pun intended. Uh, so a whole lot of Choppas is a song like that. It's been used on TikTok virally. It is, it goes with this whole little dance and, and I... Th- thought it was maybe an old song that people sampled for TikTok. So when I, and I had no idea the name of the song, I just knew the beat. So when I clicked play tonight and I heard Nicki Minaj talking about being nine months pregnant on this funky, weird-ass beat, I was like, is this drum and bass Nicki Minaj? Like, what is going on right now? I do like the Um, vibe. And... Yes. Oh no. Oh, don't get me wrong. It's 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 so unique, and I think that that's a whole part of even just who Nikki is, and that whole concept of of how she kills a feature. She is so versatile, and it's because she is so cautious and creative about the way she will catch a rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of. MCs, they jump on the track and they're like, okay, this is the basic kind of sonic, you know, landscape that I'm going to approach it. And are, you know, you are a rapper, you are a singer songwriter. If you guys (laughs) have not listened to Ari's music yet, uh, we will post some links to her SoundCloud. Um, So talented, beautiful voice and uh, bars for days. So you totally get the, you get this whole, you know, gig. You get what this is about. I learned from the best, which is Nicki Minaj. So, like, thank you for the compliment, by the way. Like, I've learned everything from Nicki um, for rapping. And just this song alone just shows, like you said earlier, fe- featuring Nicki Minaj is a genre in itself. You cannot compare anybody else to Nicki. And... This this verse and this collab is like so amazing and me being a writer um, because I'm I, I've been a singer way before that I've been a rapper, but I've I take a big thing in lyricism, which is why I'm such a big Nicki fan. And every time I hear a Nicki verse after I immediately have to look up the lyrics because, you know, Nicki's bars can like it takes you sometimes five listens to really understand it. And you're like, whoa, wait, she said this. Girl, sometimes it takes me five years to figure out some of that shit. (laughs) (laughs) For real? Oh, Oh, that's what she meant. Okay. All right. I do that too. I do that too. And like some of these bars, I'm just like, oh my gosh. The first one when she said, I told him Black Lives Matter, I'm a riot. Bruh. Like. Wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I literally just looked this up because I had to, I had to It's the queen please I need to Nine months motherfucking pregnant like way Little nigga wanna try it I told him black lives matter I'm a riot 
I told you. She did say that. I told you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and that is, you know, oh god. I, we could probably dissect this for hours. Uh, this is exactly what is so complex about her lyricism. Is like I said, there's even like these little hook jabs intertwined into generic bars or what you would consider a generic bar and then when you think about it or like you said you hear it five times over you're like shit that was a double or triple entendre insane mm -hmm. insane i i can't even explain her talent man like when when people ask me, like, why I'm a barb, I'm like, dude, like, do you not listen to her music and not realize, like, how she's doing this? Like, that that alone, I was just like, whoa. Like, she... You know, to that point, I, I, I think that that is a really, you know, I think that that's a very interesting kind of point that comes up a lot is, is that the general public's perception of Nikki and even her creativity and her lyricism and her her versatility um, is not really recognized as much and I think that that's I blame it from I guess I guess maybe a management perspective or or just whoever chooses the songs that become singles um, I could name probably two or three songs off of every album that should have been a single over two or three of the songs that became singles mm -hmm. so that, I think, is a huge part of it. Uh, question here, though. Tell me if you think I'm wrong. In the beginning of this track, she shouts out, Nine months pregnant, Queen Sleaze. Do you think this upcoming album is going to follow a theme of Queen Sleaze? Or do you think that that era is going to be behind us by the time we come into a new album? That's a really good question. Um, I it eats away at me. Yeah, I, I mean, I've <laughs> I've been thinking about what this new era is going to be about because I'm really curious on what the album is going to be about because we've seen kind of with every album that there's always a different kind of theme with the albums, and uh, you know, like the Pink Print was a lot that was like her, you know, that was deepest emotional you know stuff queen was just you know her talking her shit with like she has the right to um i i think i mean queen was such an era that i don't think we got enough of um because some people hy hypothesize that maybe there was going to be like a queen sleaze era as there was like a uh uh, Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded, like, era. But I, I almost feel like maybe that's... that that little Queen Sleeves era is what she's gonna, like, wrap up this interim period in. Um, because that Pink Friday... or that PF2 tweet that she put out is also super cryptic. Um, I don't know if that's in reference to the album or if you know something's happening on that anniversary i it's still totally up in the air um i'm sure as she would like to keep it 
So, t- so today's episode is a continuation of uh, the fun Nikki facts. Started it last week. Ari, you may have heard the beginning of the list. We were counting down uh, the, well, my top ten fun Nikki facts. So, did you hear any of my fun Nikki facts last week, Ari? Yes, my favorite one was the fact of uh, her being afraid of escalators. I didn't even know about that. Funny story, I'm afraid of outdoors. So I understand, like, her thing. I My arm got smashed in the elevator door at Disneyland when I was a kid, so I've been traumatized since. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you sue? Yeah, I mean, luckily I didn't get, like, injured or anything, but it was just, like, it was... It at like a decent time so like it didn't smash it or anything but it was a good little injure like injury that like it bruised me for a little bit and i was like crying like a baby and my parents are those types of they're like suck it up you're fine and i've just been traumatized so now if i'm an elevator i have to like run in oh yeah uh the escalator so. thing actually you know cracked me up too because i was at a rave with my friends one time and it was like in this like basement area and you had to use escalators to like or or stairs to get up but of course after the rave everybody wanted to use the escalator and my friend just like kept telling me about like this like final destination situation that the escalator like cracks in half because of all the body weight and i was like oh my god i can't handle this so i'm like you have to tell me this right before i get on (laughs) that's exactly what he did too and so we were like trapped going up and all i'm thinking about is how like once we get in the middle of this escalator i'm not gonna have an escape so uh yeah i i would like to really ask her about that if that's like a a real thing or if she just doesn't like because I also get the feeling that she does not like the risk of falling that's why little Wayne has been her handrail for so many years um, because she just is you know like I think she's short and wears really high heels you're a girl you might have more experience in that department I cannot do heels so I give anybody props because I'm the type that I will I will fall flat on my face if I even take a step in heels so I I get it if she's the risk of falling she's a beautiful girl you know she'd be wearing all dresses and stuff all the time I I get it I I can't even be near like a cliffs or not cliffs but like if I'm on a bridge for instance I cannot be on the side that like yeah, I, I'm not afraid of heights, but it's just, like, I do have a fear of, like, falling sometimes. So I have to, like, be in the middle of places sometimes. Or, like, I cannot be on the edges. You know, that happens to me, too. Like, um, if you get really high up in, like, the stands of, like, a stadium or something, or, uh, like, when you're going over the, the, like, EDC banisters and stuff, like, sometimes that height is, like, a little too, a little yeah, too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> And you look down and you're like, oh no. Like, it's just one bad step and it's bad. (laughs) So bad. But, alright, we are jumping back into the fun Nikki facts. We have number four uh, is Nikki's favorite fruit, or yeah, fruit, uh, is mango. I think I've heard this somewhere before. I think think I've heard this. Um, Mango is like so super super big flavor in like island culture and stuff so i guess that would make sense uh what's your favorite fruit ari 
favorite fruits, I'm going to sound really basic, but apples. And like mm. anything with apples, apple juice. Funny thing is my boyfriend's allergic to apple juice, so like I can't really have that in the house. Oh, <laughs> so, so you're I, edgy because of your love for apple juice. I like I like Yeah, kind there of. You go. Kind of. Okay, okay. <laughs> Always keeping it on the edge. Uh, but our next fun fact is number 3. Did you know Nicki Minaj was the first female rap artist to perform at Yankee Stadium. Wow. Yes, Nikki, when she performed with Jay-Z and Kanye back in the Dizzy, uh, back in 2010, I believe it was, that was the first time a female rap artist had ever performed at Yankee Stadium. Wow, so I didn't know that. There, there are many firsts that Nikki has accomplished. Mm-hmm. I think we as Barb's, we know that better than anyone. <laughs> Uh, but it's kind of funny how they seem to have gotten overlooked. I think with the era of social media and, you know, and and Nikki has said this on Queen Radio many of times, how she really got started in a different era. This is a different era now. Well, before they had to hustle by, you know, they, people didn't buy their CDs. They weren't popping. Where nowadays you know it's just streams now it's you know even youtube videos because of ads like it's a whole different era and a lot of people i think nowadays think that oh if you have this many twitter followers then you're popping and it's like no like you need to be breaking real records you need to be writing bars you need to be you know doing actual stuff with the music and not just likes you have on instagram or stuff like that and i for Barb's, I think that's why we're so protective over Nikki, is that we know what she's accomplished. We know what she's done and opened doors. She's opened doors for me. She's opened doors for so many people. And people overshadow it. And look at that. Like, I, for her to be the first female rapper to ever play at Yankee Stadium, and she's from New York, like, why don't people acknowledge that more? Like, that's badass. I, I couldn't agree more, Ari. I, I think that that is a huge um, reason why it even appears like people don't know or don't realize, like, what she accomplished because it was during that chapter just before everything was on social media and everything was online. So I agree with that. I also think that a lot of it happened so um, grouped together, like she kind of did it like all so quickly that it wasn't something that people were really like able to even chew on and digest and realize that this girl was making the impact that she was making until long before it already happened and the accusations, you know, were flying about about why and where how she got where she she got. So uh, I think that is a huge huge reason for that imbalance but our next fun fact uh, is actually about a favorite photo shoot of mine you might know uh, there is one I sent it to you early Ari, uh, earlier Ari it is the photo shoot of Nikki the f- photographer was actually Angela Boatwright uh, the photo shoot was done back in 2009. Uh, it was actually, or sorry, 2008. And it was a part of, I believe, um, I'm trying to find out what magazine it actually wound up in. 
Vibe. I believe it was Vibe magazine. Uh, and so you guys probably know the photo. I will post them along uh, with the podcast later on today. Uh, but it is actually a really great story about the beginning of Nikki's career. So Nicki Minaj was actually uh, inside this diner out in Queens and the diner stayed open. You know, this was not big Nikki. This was not shut down a, you know, a road or shut down a, a, a store Nikki. Uh, she was still up and coming, you know, no security, none of that. So she just got up on the counter and started eating the desserts that they had laid out for her. And people were coming in and she was taking pictures of Nicki Minaj, a young Nicki Minaj. Uh, and apparently Nicki was so bold, so unapologetic, so spontaneous that they shot over 20 rolls of film that day. Uh, it, it was hard for them to even, you know, select one to limit down to the Vibe magazine photo shoot layout. So it is a great, great picture. I know you said you loved it, Ari. It's so, it is, it's iconic. And it's just, what I love is that it's so simple. And it's just like, the way that, you know, this, like you said, it was before shutting down the street Nicki Minaj. And the way that she's so photogenic and that she was in her zone just shows that she was meant for this. Yes, I agree. And it's almost like her eating in these pictures was showing her hunger at that exact time in her career. Um, there actually is a little funny story behind the photo shoot. The photographer Angela earned herself a nickname of Pancake Tiger uh, because that was the direction she gave Nikki during the photo shoot. She kept saying, you're a tiger, you're a pancake tiger. So I'm just imagining Nicki Minaj sitting on a counter eating probably hour old pancakes like what the fuck is this crazy bitch talking to me about? But that is the Nicki we love. And also, you know, another thing that probably makes Nicki so good in photo shoots and videos and all of that is she was an actress way before this. So she you tell her to do something, she's going to play that role. And that's what I think I love so much about this photo shoot is you can tell that she was in the zone she was you know say hey there's a reason why I'm here and there's a reason why you're going to remember the name Nicki Minaj later on and look at her now like seeing photos like that from back in the day and then seeing where she is now is so cool like seeing the impact and everything and that is why she is the queen so true so true uh, so much charisma just in her face. Uh, she can capture any camera. So I, I really, I just, I love, I love her. I love seeing those early images of her. Um, it's a reminder, you know, to some of us that are on the come up that it is possible and it, it does start from humble beginnings. So I love all that. But our final fun fact of the day, my final Nikki fun fact, number one, uh, is actually one that I was reminded of recently. You may know this, Ari. Apparently, it's a pretty well-known fact uh, that Nikki was managed by Waka Flocka's mom, Deborah Anthony. 
I found that out when I was watching, when I first started watching Love and Hip Hop, she talked, uh, Ms. Deb talked about that, and I was like, what? I didn't know that, like, it was just blew my mind, and I was like, wow, like, Miss Deb really has a little catalog of people she's managed, and yeah, I, f- I found out from watching the show. So. <laughs> okay, wait. So, Miss Deb is on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. So for a while on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, it was her, Waka, and his now wife. Interesting. So they, I think they were on for like two or three seasons and then they got off and now they're, they have their own show with WeTV, but that's how I found out was because they were on Love and Hip Hop and she talked about it. Wow. I did not know that. I've, I never really watched Love and Hip Hop. Um, but yeah, so, so I did not know that they were on Love and Hip Hop. Um, I did not know that she managed Nikki. I did recently see, though, at a conference where she was essentially um, bragging about Nikki and and her work ethic and how versatile she is and how creative she is. So uh, it, it was really a, an awesome, fun fact to me because, in my opinion, Waka Flocka is one of the better entertainers uh uh, in rap of our generation and so versatile I, I mean I've seen him at a lot of music festivals I've seen him do hip-hop shows um, you know he'll do an award show performance so he's he's super versatile um, yeah also being in the EDM scene you know Waka has worked with several EDM artists and he's always killed it oh he's a yeah he's huge crossover into edm and i would say you know he's one of the few people who have actually like always done really well in his collaborations in dance music and and dubstep and stuff so uh i love love waka um you you've seen nikki live right yes yes i've seen her twice (laughs) where did you see her so my first time, it was actually my first concert. So I'm a military brat. So I lived in Japan for five years and wasn't able to really go to much concerts. But when I moved back, when I moved to San Diego, uh, the Salute the Troops concert that was on VH1, it was on my dad's base. And so he was able to get tickets for us to go in. And so oh my God. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was such an iconic show to have, see her and Katie do that. And... That was, like, when my love for Nikki really started. And when she did Roman's Revenge Live, I was just mesmerized. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, she, the way she's in character and everything. Um, Second time was, it was, like, a kind of a surprise to my mom, from my mom. Uh, It was when we moved back from San Diego, right? It was, like, going into my senior year of high school. And she was like, hey, so there's tickets for the pink print tour do you want to go and i'm like uh yeah and wait your mom wanted to go is your mom a barb yes so my mom is the one who showed me nikki like my mom has been a huge hip-hop fan like my mom's top rappers uh favorite rappers are trina and foxy (gasps) yes trina yeah so my my mom my mom's my mom's an og like listening to hip-hop real hip real female rappers who write their bars so 
my mom's a queen so she showed me nikki like my mom had would always make mixed cds of like different hip-hop songs and so that's how i found out about nikki and so for you younger listeners you may not know back in the day we didn't have mp3s we didn't have aux cords we didn't have uh satellite radio we had to find music and burn it onto a cd and listen to it ourselves and hope that it didn't get scratched and not be able to play ever again Sorry, Lime right, wire. <laughs> so, yeah, so my mom was like excited for that. And so we went to the Pink Print tour together. And like the Pink Print was the album that really made me want to start rapping. And I'm such an emotional writer before like right talking about my shit. And I never knew how to kind of talk my shit in my music confidently until like when I really dissected the pink print and I was like yo like I can do this too and seeing her live doing that it was just amazing and I'll never forget like I was rapping every single word to Roman's Revenge and the girl next to me at the show was like what the and I'm like yeah girl like I've 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 been with Nikki for so long oh my god I am I'm actually really envious because I have never been to a Nicki Minaj concert. Um, yes. <laughs> Talk about a fun fact. <laughs> Vinny, when when she goes on tour next, since we live in California, oh, we need to go. Like, well, we need to go and make here's it. Here's like, my a- thing. Like, I have always been someone in life who, like, if it's my time, it's my time. But if it's not my time, then it's not. I don't like to force things. I try to make them organic. Um, but, yes, so... Yeah, the only time I've seen Nikki is actually uh, the VMAs 2015 when she opened the the show and then wound up performing next to Taylor and they like squashed their beef on stage. That was it. And that was VMAs. uh, She performed Trini Dem Girls. I remember I bet a girl a week before that performance. I said, I wish it would be that song, but it's not going to be that song. And then it was that song, and I lost $50. So. Was, you should have been with your gut and just been like, nah, I think it's going to be that. I, <laughs> I didn't think that Nikki would open an award show with that song because I figured it was too connected to Trinidad culture and not necessarily GP. And that's what's funny about Nicki Minaj. Same thing with um, Roman Holiday at the Grammys. Same thing even with uh, the way she did the Pills and Potions performance at the BET Awards. It is always a very creative approach that not everybody has to get, but as long as it makes sense in Nicki Minaj's mind, it's going to come come together. So and I feel that, like Trini Them Girls is underrated. Totally. Totally underrated. Um... I mean, don't get me started again with with the tracks that should have gotten more energy than they didn't. (laughs) Uh, But as we bring this episode to a wrap, Ari, I want to thank you so much for joining me. I want to also remind my listeners, though, though, that you, you know, as I mentioned, you are an up and coming uh, singer, songwriter, rapper. Uh, What do you have planned? Where can the people find you? Plug your shit. Okay, so a lot of my music, all my music's on SoundCloud. Um, the main place that everyone gets all my information about me is on my Twitter, at Ari Rodriguez underscore. 
Um, you know, my name is there, aka that bitch, because you know that's what I am. I'm the trap queen. Uh, I'm actually doing a virtual concert this Saturday that I'm going to be live on Instagram live performing my songs for my recent project titled 2020. Um, cause this year hey. has been, uh, I think a shit wreck for everybody. <laughs> and, uh, no. No yeah. Kidding. And, uh, you know, that out, that project just has a lot about stuff I've gone through really personal stuff. Uh, but also some lit songs meet, you know, spitting bars and yeah, you can catch me up on Twitter. I just want to say, I just want to, just want to gas you up for a second. Cause you know, I oh. love you girl. <laughs> I... I really, really love the 2020 um, mixtape that you put together. I love the diversity of the sound. Uh, like Me is one of my favorites. I bop to it like every once in a while. Oh my in the god, morning. I love you! <laughs> um, yeah, no, you, 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 that's why I'm saying, like, you have a great uh, mastery of lyricism and rhythm. And that's not something everybody has. Anybody can record their words and put them over music. And especially with the right producer, you can kind of, you know, edit it so so seamlessly that it doesn't seem like something that shouldn't be out there. But for you, you know, and for any kind of up-and-coming artist, when you kind of prove your skills without all those other bells and whistles around your voice or your recording that to me is how you like stand out and and i just i want to see you shine oh my god you are gonna make me like so emotional i appreciate it so much like i've been doing music since i was a kid and you know this is all i wanted to do and one thing i've learned this year after all the shit i've gone through is like you know you only live once and my whole life, I want to at least say I tried and I busted my ass and I really gave it my all. And I feel like this project is really showing, like, I'm showing people who Ari Rodriguez is and showing, like, hey, like, I don't mess around. I'm really about this Amen. music shit. Amen, sister. I wish you all the best. I implore all of my listeners to go check out Ari's music. You will not hear the last of her here. She will be a force to be reckoned with. Uh, 2021 is going to be one that we both conquer. We will meet in person. We will rave. Yes. We will see Nicki Minaj perform live. We... Yes. All the all And I want to speak this into existence. Yes. And one thing I want to speak into existence is I'm going to work with Nicki Minaj one day, point blank period. There you go. Uh, I, let me tell you something about speaking into existence. That is so so possible. This may seem you know such like a like a, even like a basic goal, but the two years time that I was on Stan Twitter, I not only met a, a plethora of really awesome people uh, who consider themselves barbs, but also I was you know recognized by Nikki. I posted yesterday that, you know, I saw her outside the Fendi Prince on event. Maybe two or three months later, I met her in person out in front of the Billboard uh, Women in Music Awards. So you really can speak things into existence. You know, I'm not saying make your whole entire life about that one thing, but if you project the right energy towards a goal or towards an aspiration, it can happen. And 
it's 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 out there for the people who want to chase it. Yes. Yes. I'm so jealous you've met her, by the way, but it'll, it'll happen to me. I, I can it will. feel it. It will. No, it will. And listen, and here's the funny thing about that is like, then you do, then you meet her. Right. And then it's like, okay, but I really wish I wasn't sweaty and waiting outside for two hours. Like wish it was like more of like a, you know, backstage meetings thing. So that's my next goal. <laughs> when she performs in LA, I will not be in attendance because I will be somehow backstage. That's my goal. I love that's it. My goal. Yes. Tw- yes, I think so too. I think it's it's the beginning of a new era. It's hopefully this year has been a lot of clarity for people. Um, hopefully we vote Trump out yes. and <laughs> we can all move on with our lives. Um, but I thank you so much, Ari, for joining me. I We're going to head out right now on that note. Please thank you guys for listening to the Barb Wired podcast. Anything else you want to throw in there, Ari? Um, thank you, Vinny, for letting me go on here. It was such an honor. I had so much fun. Uh, you know, Vinny, you and I could talk for hours about so much shit. And also, guys, vote. Go and vote. Vote, yes, please. This election is so important. Vote.org. If you guys have not registered or you need to check your registration status, please check it out there. Uh, we are going to leave it here, though. Ari, I think it's safe to say you will be back. I love your energy, sis. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. Please tune into Ari's IG Live concert this Saturday night. For the rest of you, please be safe, be easy, and be optimistic. Just got a summertime tan. Man, we just putting dollars on your head. Niggas violating the gang, going end up dead. Lady in the street, but a freak hoe in the bed. Chopper on them, that's my shooter in the red. Little nigga can't keep my pussy out his hands. Fuck a last minute, gotta book me in advance. Been a bad girl, and I'm trying to get spanked. Pretty little body, but my face looks dank. I be in a truck that cost your whole house. Bitches in my tip, man, but don't come close. If you want to celebrate the best, then come toast. Bitches ain't saying nothing but doing the utmost. Heard he want to chew on my edible panties. Even when I tell him see you tomorrow, he can't leave. Got the off-white sneakers rocking a tan weave. When I come, I grab something, but it's the stampede. Oh, little bitch won't ride it. Told the bitch don't get out her body. Hmm. Get right beside me.